Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. And Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll get to our football pick on where Tanner is actually coming off of a good week for the first Ooh. time, I think, in two months. We'll Ooh. do that in about 10 minutes or so. But right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our friend and the senior reporter for the NHL Network. He is EJ Raddick joining us here on BK and Ferrario. EJ, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm good. I'm doing well. You guys are just here talking about football picks. I just won my fantasy football league thanks to uh, Najee Harris' late touchdown run in the Steelers game against the Browns on Monday. So I'm feeling good about football, too. So, EJ, was it a nail-biter or was it one that you kind of figured it was a clear-cut victory? Because mine was a nail-biter and I lost. It was a nail-biter and it was a good, like it was a game with my opponent where he scored a lot. He was putting up touchdowns left and right on Sunday, and I had two players left Sunday night and Monday. I had Devontae Devontae Adams and Najee Harris, and they both came through for me. And if if Najee Harris doesn't score there on that last, I guess, second-to-last offensive play for the Steelers, Uh I don't win. I don't win. So that's a crazy finish. So I'm very, very lucky and happy to avoid and Peyton Manning, and, oh, as he was oh, running, was oh, just oh. saying, go down, go down, go down. <laughs> That's all he could keep doing. And EJ standing that. there at his house saying, no, please go. keep running. Let me tell you, that Peyton Manning could keep his thoughts to himself. I mean, there was no need to go down. Go. Go. What's Peyton Manning ever accomplished? Yeah, what has really? he done? He's never run the ball. That's the truth. EJ. Peyton, you, when you're playing, you do what you want. Let Najee go in. <laughs> EJ, I did want to get your thoughts on the St. Louis Blues. We talk about them each and every day here on the show, but I I always like getting the national perspective because you get come through this with more of a 10,000-foot view. What are your thoughts on what the Blues have accomplished thus far? They're 19-10-5 going into tonight's game against uh, the Washington Capitals. Well, it was a great start, I felt, uh, to the season. They had some COVID issues. They had seemingly – it seems like the Blues have had COVID issues for the whole two years, every at every turn, they've got a situation with that. So, but um, as I guess we all have. But um, it was a good start. They had some injuries. They had the COVID issues. They struggled a little bit. Kind of regained their footing, and uh, I think they've been terrific. It was a tough one the other night against the the uh, the Penguins because let's face it. I mean, the Penguins are are rolling right now. So uh, they found a way to win that game. It was a heck of a contest. Uh, I think the Blues will have their hands full again tonight with the Caps, but 
you know, this is a good team. I mean, I think I'll be curious to see what Doug Armstrong decides to do at the deadline. I think they could probably use another bigger, stronger defenseman to fill out that group. I mean, when they won the Cup a couple of years ago, you had Boom Easter and Petrangelo and Edmondson. Those are three bigger guys. They're not quite as big back there now. Uh, a guy like Ben Sherratt would be somebody that would be on the radar for a lot of teams. So I think he could be a really good fit for St. Louis. But, um, you know, I like their group. And like all these teams, guys, it comes down to, you know, is Jordan Bennington going to be really good when he when he has to be? And he's done it before, so he has that to lean on. So, EJ, we, we've talked about these defensemen, and we've seen some names in the rumor mill. I mean, Jacob Chikrin's name, of course, has been out there for the last couple of weeks. Ben Sherratt, who you named as well. Are there other guys that come to mind, and do you feel like if the Blues are able to acquire a defenseman, that's what transitions them from being maybe a dark horse contender to a elite contender for the Cup? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean they're one of the... What it was Tampa that won two, and then you know uh, St. Louis won, Washington won, Pittsburgh won, right? So over the last six or seven years, those are the teams that have won. St. Louis has a lot of the same pieces. They've had some young players that have, you know, have come through their system and are more prominent in their mix right now, like a Cairo and Thomas and, and some of those guys. So you know, I I just think that you know when I look at it, when they won, they were just so big and strong on defense. I mean, they were just hard to deal with. I mean, you had Pareko and Petrangelo. I mean, on that right side for half the game. I mean, it pretty much shut down one side of the ice. The group they have now is, I think, a little bit more offensive minded and a little bit uh, probably a little more skill, but not quite as big and hard to deal with. So I think you're always looking for that balance. You know, so for me, Sherrod is a gettable guy. Chickering is a tough one because he's a really good, talented young player. But you're going to have to – I would have to – I would think you'd have to give up a lot to get a to get a uh, Jacob Chickering. I mean, he's just a high-end player, a young player. He's got really good contract. And, you know, I, I just think that's a hard one to pull off for a lot of teams, really. So, you know, for me, I look at Sherrod. He's got an expiring contract. He might be somebody that – you were able to, to make a deal with Montreal and bring him in. There's there's probably some others around the league, but uh, you know he's the one that comes to mind right away. He was in a Cup final last year. He's just big and strong and and hard to play against, and the kind of guy that can help you in situations when you're trying to nail down a lead late or kill penalties. We're talking to EJ Raddick, senior reporter for the NHL Network, and you can watch him on NHL Now weekdays at three o'clock Central. EJ, sticking with the trade deadline discussion, uh, it's not for another two months, two and a half months, really. We've got March 21st is the drop-dead date for the deadline. When do you think activity will really start to pick up? Are, are there conversations being had now, or are we still a little ways away from those really starting to pick up? Oh, yeah, there's conversations being had. There's groundwork that's been that's been being laid to probably the draft on players and situations and you know teams want to get through the first 15 20 games of the season see where they're at uh, you know we had some managerial changes we had some coaching changes I mean there are conversations going on for sure and as teams kind of get defined as teams that are probably rebuilding or looking at uh, kind of a little bit of a lost season this year for whatever reason you know those are the teams that are looking to sell and then you have obviously a bunch of teams that think they can you know, like St. Louis, that are closed and think, you know, hey, maybe one more player could could kind of push us over the hump here. So, you know, I, I think those conversations are always ongoing, and I think they're picking up now. And 
you know, I know that, uh, you know, some teams are feeling is like we want to, if there's somebody we really want, let's try to bring them in early to give them as much time for a group and to kind of acclimate him to the team, the community. That said, there's salary cap implications and that play into this as well. And some hold off just because they're looking to spend as little as possible, to pick up as little as possible on a remaining contract. So there's a lot of things that play into it now with such a business with the, with the cap and with a, really a flat cap over the last couple of years. And, you know, the, the challenges that we've all had in different businesses certainly has been no different in the National Hockey League. So there's a lot of conversations going on. And, you know, it, it, it sometimes becomes a domino thing. But I, I think it'll be very active. It's just a matter of time to when it begins. And then I think... In that run-up to March 24th, I think you'll see a lot of movement. EJ, you've seen Doug Armstrong do his job well throughout his career in the National Hockey League, whether it was with Dallas or throughout his tenure here in St. Louis. We've talked internally about how it feels like this is an all-in year if you're Doug Armstrong. Regardless of the prospects or the asking price, this might be an opportunity to pay it and get somebody to help this team go for a cup. Do you see it that way with St. Louis? Yeah, I mean, I think they've got players that are in the middle the middle end of their career, right? I mean, guys who are into their late 20s, early 30s that are important players for their team. The time to win is now. I, w- I would agree with that. I mean, I don't think you just – I mean, Doug is shrewd, and he's been a smart guy over many, many years in, in making these moves. And I don't think you could give away the house to, uh, you know, to get one piece, but I think I think he's willing to – to deal and, to, and willing to give up something of value depending upon who he can get in return. I think he knows what he's got there. He's got a good team. He's got a team that could win. I mean, the the Western Conference is tough. I mean, the whole league is tough. I think of the playoffs is tough now. I mean, it's not like it used to be. I mean, in that, and especially in that division with, you know, Colorado, Nashville's playing really well. Minnesota had a good start. Now they're struggling a little bit. Dallas has missed a lot of games, but they're still, to me, a dangerous team. I mean, the goes on and on in that division it's tough and you know on the other the other uh, division in the west i mean you've got the vegas Knights sitting there when they get jack eichel back i mean that's and they get him into the mix i mean that's going to make them even more of a monster to deal with so the blues are right in there and i you know doug is smart he's a shrewd guy i think that he knows what he's got there as a good team and if he can help that team this year i think he's willing probably to do a little bit more than he might under a different circumstance EJ, final one for me, and we appreciate your time as always. Uh, how do you view the Blues ranking this Central Division? I know they sit in second place right now. It might be third with Colorado's victory uh, last night. Uh, do you view the Blues as a top three team in the Central, or do you think they might be on the outside looking in? No, I think they are a top three team. I mean, they're they're they know how to win. I mean, they've got it done. They've won a Stanley Cup. They they're a hard team to play against. Um, but like everybody, I mean, as I just said, it's this is a hard league now. It's tight. It, there's a lot of parity. You know, you saw what happened when St. Louis, you know, when Shen went out of the lineup for a few games and, you know, Pareko goes down. It doesn't take much. You miss a guy. One guy in that lineup can, can make it, uh, you know, problematic. The Blues want to play a certain way under Craig Berube. As I said, offensively, I, I mean, they're loaded throughout their top. You know, they're, they're 12 forwards. They are loaded in that area. And so the question becomes for me, I mean, are they going to be in those games when it's tough and you have to defend, are they going to be good enough and tough enough, physical enough in the D zone? And will Jordan Bennington 
you know, play as well as he did a couple of years ago when they need him to. So, you know, that's why I'd say that another defenseman would be a good a good addition for them. But, uh, you know, this is a really good team. All things being equal, I mean, this is a really good team. And, you know, Colorado is kind of a beast. They've played fewer games, or else they'd probably be sitting in first place in that division right now. But, uh, you know, I think St. Louis, if they're healthy, uh, they can challenge Colorado. So, you know, we'll see uh, where it plays out. And you got Nashville, who's, who's been playing great lately, and got your, your, uh, UC Soros, who's been one of the best goalies in the league for the past, like, you know, 10, 11 months. And, uh, you know, when you have a guy like that playing that well, boy, now you have a puncher's chance. So it's a good division. There's a lot of good teams. Minnie's good. Dallas is good. You go right on through the, you know, the bottom. It's tough. It's, you know, Arizona, Chicago. It's, you know, those are rebuilding teams, it seems to be. But, uh, you know, at the top of that division, those top five, five or six teams, tough. He's EJ Raddick. You can check him out on the NHL Network. You can follow him on Twitter at EJ Raddick underscore NHL. And, of course, watch him weekdays at 3 o'clock on NHL Now. EJ, we always appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining us before we go into this weekend. Enjoy all the hockey this weekend. We'll talk with you again soon, man. All right, you got it, guys. Take care now. Searching for the perfect gift idea for that hard-to-buy person on your list? The Allbirds Wool Runner is a natural fit. It's made from ZQ-certified merino wool, a naturally cozy material with low environmental impact, and Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint, making the Wool Runner carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. This holiday season, give tidings of comfort and coziness with the Allbirds Wool Runner. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.